Hi everyone, this is James Eakin. You are listening to Season 3, Episode 115 of the Warrior's Way Podcast. And thanks for tuning in. And I really mean that. It's one thing to do these episodes and, you know, just hope that they're adding something positive and awesome to your life. But it's another thing to know it. And I hear from people every so often and they they let me know that they appreciate this thing. And that means a lot to me because as you can imagine, I'm just doing this thing. (laughs) This is a free public service in a lot of ways. And uh, my whole intent with this is just to, to be honest with you, to help people get more out of their training in their lives and to be a light in the darkness because there's enough of that. Um, and I love when I hear from all of you out there, either for a question of the week or just wanting to say hi and that you're listening. So don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Who wants to have a one-sided conversation, really? And that is what a podcast can be, me talking to myself. (laughs) And who really wants that? Let's be serious. So, yeah, drop me a line. I love it. And if not, well, thanks for tuning in anyways. Before we get to this week's episode on some knowledge bombs dropping from the ever-enlightening Alan Watts. I just wanted to take a few minutes, and first off, like I said, thank you for listening. Because 115 episodes is something. And there's some of you that I've heard that have been listening from the beginning, which is crazy. I never really thought I'd get this far with this podcast, I'll be honest. And I hope it just keeps going on and on. I get something from it, and I know there are those of you listening who get something from it. My son told me recently that it's kind of like my own Jedi holocron, and I dig that idea. If I can help spread light in this world, then that's an awesome thing. So I'm hoping you're getting something from it. Now, part of this two-way conversation that I'm really trying to lay down is the Warrior's Way online training program. If you haven't checked it out yet, um, you can access it from our podcast website, which is www.warriorsway.ca, which I look at as just another branch of what we're doing here with the podcast. The Warrior's Way online training program, it's basically a virtual dojo that I've created and filled with all kinds of things that I do to stay in shape, improve my mobility, meditation practice, breathing work, and yep, practicing the martial arts too. There are online classes, instructional videos, and honestly a whole lot more. It uh, took me the better part of a year to put together, and what I think that I've come up with is something pretty cool. Basically, you can choose from three membership tiers, the basic being a weekly martial arts fusion class that gets you access to um, my view of martial arts. And I'm talking after, you know, 40 years of training in this stuff. It is a fusion of about 10 different blended martial arts systems. And you get that virtual class every week for the basic one. The next tier, you get that stuff, and you get a whole lot more. And then the upper tier, you get 
one-on-one options to work virtually with me and full access to all the bells and whistles. You can get all the details on the, the website, like I said, warriorsway.ca. And I think this is not just something that's awesome, but it gives you the ability to support what we're trying to do here at the Warriors Way podcast. You get to work with me and to get the most from your training in your life and honestly, just have some fun doing it. So what I'd like you to do is go check it out, warriorsway.ca, get in touch with me, and we can see what works best for you. And I'm really excited to offer it, so I hope that you're going to be excited to try it out. Now, don't forget, two-way conversations work best. So let's get one going. And before we get this podcast going, just another public service announcement. If you haven't yet, get your vaccine. I would like to get back to having some kind of life, and I'm sure you would too. So get yourself vaccinated against this COVID because who knows what's going to happen with it, let's be honest. And anything you can do to help yourself and help others is a step in the right direction. So don't delay. Get out there and do it. Do it today. That was kind of a poem. Anyhow, let's get on with the show. Man is as much attracted and attached to nature as a tree. And though he walks freely on two legs and and is not rooted in the soil, he is by no means a self-sufficient, self-moving, and self-directing entity. For his life, he depends absolutely on the same factors as the tree, the worm, the fly, on the universal powers of nature, life, God, or whatever it may be. For some mysterious source, life flows through him unceasingly. It does not just go in at birth and come out at death. He is the channel for an ever-moving stream, a stream that carries the blood through his veins, that moves his lungs and brings him air to breathe, that raises his food from the earth and bears the light of the sun to his face. If we look into a single cell of his body, we find the universe. For sun, moon, and stars are ceaselessly maintaining it. We find it again if we plumb into the depths of his mind. For there are all the archaic urges of primeval primeval life, both human and death. And could we look deeper, we might find kinship with plants and rocks. For man is a meeting place for the interplay of forces from all quarters of the universe swept through him in a stream which is the power behind all his thoughts and actions, which is indeed more truly man's self than his body or mind, its instruments. This was known to almost all the ancient people of the world, whose sages taught that all the actions of man were as much expressions of nature's unceasing movement as the sun and the wind, a fact that would be obvious to anyone not born and bred in a place where there was little more to see than human handiwork. The isolation of the human soul from nature is generally speaking a phenomena of civilization. This isolation is more apparent than real. 
Because the more nature is held back by brick, concrete, and machines, the more it reasserts itself in the human mind, usually as an unwanted, violent, and troublesome visitor. But actually, the creations of man, his art, his literature, his buildings, differ only in quality, not in kind, from such creations of nature as birds' nests and honeycombs. Man's creations are infinitely more numerous and ingenious, but this very ingenuity, together with his fear, aggravates his feeling of isolation, persuading him that he is a creator in his own right, separate from nature. For once again, it would go against his self-esteem to have to admit that his superb faculty of reason and all its works do not make him the master of nature rather than its servant. Bewitched by his power of reason and urged on through fright of his fear, man seeks his freedom in isolation from and not in union with nature, whose service is perfect freedom. Man's struggle with mastery is magnificent and tragic, but it does not work. And the difficulty is not so much in what he does as in what he thinks. If he were to seek union instead of isolation, this would not involve what is generally called getting back to nature. He would not have to give up his machines and cities and retire to the forests and live in wigwams. He would only have to change his attitude, for the penalties he pays for his isolation are only indirectly on the physical plane. They originate from and are most severe in his mind. If you sit still for a while, completely relaxed, And let your thoughts run on, let your mind think of whatever it likes without interfering, without making suggestions, and without raising any kind of obstacle for the free flow of thought. You will soon discover that mental processes have a life of their own. They will call one another to the surface of consciousness by association. And if you raise no barriers, you will soon find yourself thinking all manner of things, both fantastic and terrible, which you ordinarily keep out of consciousness. Over a period of time, this exercise will show you that you have in yourself the potential of countless different beings. The animal, the demon, the thief, the murderer so that in time you will be able to feel that no aspect of human life is strange to you. In the ordinary way, consciousness is forever interfering with the waters of the mind, which is dark and turbulent, concealing the depths. But when, for a while, you let them take care of themselves, the mud settles and with growing clarity you see the foundations of life, and all the denizens of the deep. You may see other things as well. Two men looked into a pond, said the one. I see a quantity of mud, a shoe, an old can, said the other. I see all these things, but I also see the glorious reflection of the sky. For the unconsciousness is not, as some imagine, a mental refuse pit, 
It is simply unfettered nature, demonic and divine, painful and pleasant, hideous and lovely, cruel and compassionate, destructive and creative. It is the source of heroism, of love and inspiration, as well as of fear, hatred, and crime. Indeed, it is as if we carried inside us an exact duplicate of the world we see around us, for the world is a mirror of the soul, and the soul a mirror of the world. Therefore, when you learn to feel the unconsciousness, you begin to understand not only yourself, but others as well. And when you look upon human crime and stupidity, you can say with real feeling, feeling, There, but for the grace of God, go I. Oh, Alan Watts. Man. So this is an excerpt from Alan Watts' book, The Meaning of Happiness, The Quest for Freedom of the Spirit in Modern Psychology and the Wisdom of the East. Alan Watts. If you haven't read Alan Watts or seen some of his, there's tons of Alan Watts videos that people have somehow probably stolen <laughs> and reposted on YouTube, and they're all worth watching. One of the most important things we can learn through our training is how to be still, how to actually understand and apply stillness. Stillness that isn't just mimicking stillness, is what I'm talking about. Through stillness, we can start to see what is actually there. And this is one of the most important aspects of training and life that most people don't even understand is there and have never been taught about and have no idea how to go about I've been training in the martial arts alone, just the martial arts, for 40 years now. Not that there's anything inherently special about that, by the way. But I can't tell you how many times I've heard comments from both other students and teachers that stress that all that matters in martial arts is the fighting or the self-defense, or learning new techniques, or getting promoted, or competing, or winning, or being a champion, or any other multitude of things that are just external trappings. The reality, though, is none of that matters all that much, or at least not as much as coming to an understanding of who you are. And I'm talking about who you really are. If being a champion matters the most, what are you going to do with the rest of your life and the rest of your training when those days are well behind you? If all that matters is learning to become the most devastating fighter who's ever walked, how are you going to reconcile with the fact that all you've done is lived in a fantasy land all your life and have actually no idea what a real fight is like? Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't train hard and strive to be the very best that you can, however that rolls out for you. 
I've spent years in my youth competing, and I love the fun, and I love the competition. And I have always trained for realism. The thing is, I have also been training in Zen just as much as the martial arts. And especially when I hit about 50, I started to see the true potential and true need to take the most important aspects of training to their fullest. Here's the thing. You can go to the gym and you can stand in front of the mirror in your expensive workout gear and you can do bicep curls and truly believe that you're getting into shape and God bless you for doing it. But those bicep curls alone are not doing you any good. In fact, just doing bicep curls without working all the rest of the arm and the rest of the body just lead to imbalance and potential injury. The way we spend our time training our mindset for it is exactly the same. If we believe ourselves to be serious about training and only focus on one aspect, it leads to imbalance. So what do we do then? We need to train the physical body for sure. We are physical beings at the ground floor. We need to move. And through movement, through pushing ourselves, we can start to find stillness. I am really grateful for all the hard army training and tough old school martial arts I've had to endure. It sharpens the mind and puts you into a place where you can start to learn to quiet things down. But this isn't enough though. What we need to do is also learn to unite the quieting of the mind with the movement of the body. And this will lead to more stillness, slow movement of martial arts, physical training, yoga, and other disciplines will all help. But this is still not enough. If you truly want to do the work, and I'll be completely honest here, this work isn't for everyone. But if you truly want to do it, you have to be prepared to see for the first time in your life what life is actually about. Who you actually are. And come face to face with some things that you don't like. Most people want to live in a world of delusion. They want to see themselves as sparkling crystals in the sunlight. And they want to believe what television and social media tells them. And they want to occupy themselves and mask the truth of reality. They don't want to see what life is actually about. They don't want to know who they really and truly are. If you want to truly train, and I mean train in the way that wise people and sages and mystics and prophets have whispered to us, you have to sit. You have to learn to breathe. You have to actually learn to truly be still and let go. You need to let go of everything, everything that you cling to. And listen with new ears, see with new eyes. You need to quiet the mind. You need to let go of the thoughts rolling around between your ears. 
and you need to witness, probably for the first time since birth, that you have been led around by a storm of senses and perceptions. And when you do, something will shift. Something will start to change. Stillness can lead to understanding that our senses, our perceptions, and our thoughts are actually just us perceiving that we are perceiving, perceiving that we are thinking. And behind that, if you let it, a door opens to a whole different understanding. I know it's heavy stuff. (laughs) Believe me. But like I said, most people won't do this. The question is, will you? Let go. Truly experience what you are and what you always have been and always will be. And this is what real training is about. It isn't about building yourself up as something special. It isn't about gossip or status. It isn't about looking good in the mirror. It isn't about anything other than finding out true limitless potential that is found through stillness. You are not small. You are actually boundless. You aren't going to find that anywhere other than within yourself. And some of you will start today, and some of you will forget all about it. And that's okay. It's still there waiting inside of you. You just need to be quiet. You just need to learn to be still, and I mean actually still. You just need to experience exactly what is really going on and then make this the central part of your training that all the rest will orbit around. This is the path that makes all the difference. This, this is the way. So there you go. Mystical, yep. Magical, definitely. It's a process. It's creating something greater than gold from yourself. And you're not gold yet. It's a process. Just get started. All right. Question of the week comes to us from Marcus. Marcus says, My son started jujitsu and he really loves it, but he has a hard time when another kid bests him and either pins him down or taps him out. I'm not sure if training is good for him if he ends up in tears after rolling every class. Oh man, that is a great question. And I, as a martial arts instructor, have experienced this myself. And I have experienced it in antiquity (laughs) as a child when I started in the martial arts in judo. I, I remember vividly, especially this one time when I was competing against someone who was higher rank than me and I had him pinned to the ground and he just started crying. He couldn't believe that someone with a lower rank had him and he couldn't get out. It left me, to be honest with you, that is decades ago and I think about it still. 
it was a very good lesson about what actually matters in life for me. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, it just shows you. Anyhow, first off, Marcus, training is actually the best thing for your child. Don't even think about pulling them out. It, you may be going through some stuff, and that's understandable because that's what our society and our life has fed us. Life is not going to do any of us any favors. The best thing you've done for your son is to put him in the martial arts. What he does with that will be his own, but the best thing you've done is that. Now, being someone who started training as a kid, I can understand what he's going through. Like I said, it is hard as a kid to have other kids school us. Heck, it's just as hard to deal with this all as an adult. I don't know if you do jujitsu, Marcus, but having somebody else pin you to the ground and you can't do anything, it's hard too as a grown-up. So here's the thing. This might enlighten you instant. It doesn't matter. <laughs> None of it matters. Um, he's doing more for himself than all the other people sitting on their couches playing video games instead of learning the great lessons that martial arts teach. So understand that, first of all. We have done no, ki no kids any favors making it so every child gets a medal just for showing up that nobody fails, that everybody is right. It's ridiculous. Life isn't like that. Heck, if you get this great channel, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't mention it because they're not paying me for it, but there's a channel called BBC Life. And you should watch it sometime with your, your son because I'll tell you, wolves hunt buffalo and drag one out of the herd and eat them. <laughs> That's life. Us humans generally have it pretty darn good. What I would suggest is that you yourself work with your son. Be kind about it and make it fun, but roll with them a bit. And yep, you are bigger and heavier. At least I think you are. But what I want you to do is get him flat on his back and get him to relax. Get him to breathe. Get him to slow down. Get him to release his frustration and release his anger and to smile, maybe sing a little song to himself in his head or hum, <laughs> and just defend. I always play music when I'm rolling, and I'll be humming along to the songs and smiling from ear to ear. And that's what you want. You got to get him into a place where he's relaxed and he's just happy. So you want to get him into side control or get him, in, get him mounted or something like that so he's stuck on the ground. And have him do what he's probably been taught to get out, to defend, and show him that if he learns to relax, learns to let go, learns to chill out, learns to defend, he can endure. And at the very least, he can be okay, pinned. Or he might surprise himself and get out. It actually doesn't matter if we win when we roll or when we train. What matters is the cultivation of the right mindset. What matters is all the other stuff that should be going on under the surface. 
If your son's school isn't teaching this and just fixating on the domination of others, it might be time to find a good school. But I'm not going to get into all that. So, relax, defend, chill out, and work the basics. And then, defend more and relax more. And I'll tell you, this is my secret. When I roll, I don't think to myself, I'm going to win. Never. I think to myself, you will not beat me. Now, that doesn't mean that I am going to tap you out. It doesn't mean that you won't tap me out. It just means that you won't beat me. And then I can have fun with it. If you take that into your life and all the interior training that goes with it, I think you'll find that magic will happen. So, there you go. That's a great question. And for any of you that, you know, do jujitsu or something similar that, you know, it's hard. It's hard. Very hard having somebody schooling you. Very hard having someone dominating you. We put so much into our heads and we need to let that go. Just have fun with it. Learn to defend. Learn to relax. That's the most important thing you can learn. Really good question. And with that, we're going to end it there. So, be sure to check out our website. Head over to www.warriorsway.ca and you can read the blog there. You can, well, you can see all the bells and whistles, but you can also check out the Warriors Way online training program. I break down what all the different membership tiers are there. But before you sign up, and I really do hope you do, um, drop me a line and we can figure out what works best for you. Because like I said, the basic tier, you get your fusion class every week with the idea, by the way, being that you do this for a year. It's about, you know, if, if you're, you stick with it, it would be probably six months worth of class. But what I ideally want you to do is take those six months and make it more, you know, to a year. Once you practice these classes for, you know, at a good chunk of time, and I'm talking practicing every week, you're going to make significant progress. So that's the intention. But that's just, you know, if you're doing it on your own at the basic tier, you get just that. The in-between, so the middle level, you get access to videos and the fusion classes every week. But then if you go up to the other tier, then you get the one-on-one training with me. And there's a whole lot more. Like I said, I break it all down on the website. So check it out. It will make sense to you. And drop me a line and we can talk about it. You can find us, the Warriors Way podcast, on Facebook. We're on Instagram. If you feel like giving us some support and some love and keeping you know, me motivated to do more of these, uh, you can support us through Patreon. And you can always track down my books. They're available on Amazon. And you can get them for your Kobo, for your Kindle. You can get them as a paperback. And uh, yeah, I've written, like a, you may or may not know, a couple martial arts books, and you can get those there. And with that, I am going to say goodbye for the week. Okay, so thanks again for listening. 
drop me a line, leave a five-star review, and just train hard. Just have fun. And just be a good friend in every way that that means. Think about that. Thanks a lot.